Yes, hello my friends. This is the Robcast episode 365 and this episode is called This Must Be the Void. <laughs> yeah, because uh it happens on a somewhat regular basis all my mojo goes away. I it's like uh, it's like the taste buds for life go numb. Uh, I have no motivation. I have no desire to make anything, let alone say stuff or or create anything. Oof, that feels very far away. Uh, when I'm in one of these, the the uh, internal dialogue, that voice, just gets really ranty. Is that a word? Ranty. It's like nothing matters. There's no meaning. <laughs> There's no point. What are we What are we doing here? Sometimes it, it veers really existential. Like I get I get angry about the setup. Like just the the fundamental, most basic setup. I didn't ask to come here, and now I'm here and I gotta pay taxes and park in that space and fill out that form. It's like something about being human that's just the setup itself becomes like the most irritating thing ever, but on like a cosmic scale. Oh, also, when I'm in one of these, I'm, and I'm going to use this word, but I have to use this word because it's, it's, it's just a perfect word. I am super triggered by anybody who's like ambitious or, or even more, somebody who has clarity, somebody who's just like taking big swings. Like, and then I ex built my thing 10 times bigger, and then I, oh, just get that get that person out of my face <laughs> or uh, especially in those uh when i'm in one of them somebody anybody who you can feel that their message to the world or the thing they're saying is you just got to push harder anybody using the word grind get out of my face right now just, i'm sorry just please leave right now <laughs> i get like super blunt and like I just, mm -mm, no it's it's like this it is just like a kill switch it's like a, uh and i and i i love my family and i could i could in those moments i could i could of course say things that i love and enjoy uh, i might even be able to say something i'm looking forward to and yet also there's just this God, flatness might be uh, one of the better words for it. Uh, Kristen calls it the void, the abyss. Uh, it can have, um, I mean, depression's a very complicated experience, but it has like despair and depression in it. Uh, dark night of the dark night of the so dark night of the soul, dark week of the soul, dark fortnight of the soul. Um, they can feel like a fog. Uh, God, I love the word malaise. It can often feel like that. Like everything just has a layer of to it. Just like a, it's like a sludge in the heart. Now, uh, I'm, I'm realizing now, if you don't relate to any of this, then there's a circular button with a square in the middle on your screen. You can just touch it and the episode's over. <laughs> but if you find any of this remotely resonance with you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes it lasts... I mean, a half day. Sometimes I wake up with it and buy, I mean, obviously coffee, but sometimes by lunch it's gone. Other times, 
Uh, I just went through one, end of December through the beginning of January. It lasted it weeks. Um, yeah, yeah, just just a just a profound. Of course, that one corresponds with um, what the seasons are doing. So sometimes uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Why we feel these ways sometimes, but. Yeah. I mean, obviously for years, I didn't come from a world that knew what to do with any of this. Obviously it was a problem. So I denied it. I pushed through it. I didn't say anything about it. Or I just quietly was like, what's wrong with me? Uh, what is wrong with me? Obviously it's me. Obviously I don't want it. I have, I don't have good discipline. I don't have good... Obviously there's something that if I just did it, this would go away. Uh, my assumption for years when when I would have like when I these waves or I'd find myself in one of these was uh, obviously this is bad. Obviously this is to be avoided and to be fixed. Uh, now I don't see it that way. I don't fight it. I go with it. Uh, I witness it. I watch it. I observe it. And uh, yeah, so that's why I'm talking about this. For every one of you who's like, wait, what is... And I've noticed, there's a thing in there, I've noticed how many people, uh, some people literally will say to me, I, I mean, what, what is the point? And uh, I, I, I didn't used to understand, well, you know, the point is joy. The point, I'd have some, you know, nine paragraph answer. But but now, uh, I, I uh, it's a feeling they're actually asking about. It's something about, like, what are we even doing here? And instead of instantly coming up with all the reasons why we're here, no, it's not. It, that's not it. And we'll get to that in a second. So, uh, I'm gonna say a few things about this. If it helps, great. If it doesn't, you know. Uh, you can explain this and you can't. So there are two things happening. And it's really, really important to embrace that you have no idea. You have no idea why you woke up this way. You have no idea why you're 11 days in and your taste buds for life have just gone completely flat. You don't know. Uh, we'll get to we'll get to what what sometimes is happening. We'll get to explanations in a second, but it's really really important. Um, it's really really important that uh, we face that some experiences aren't to be figured out. Something is happening within us. Something is being said to us by something larger within us than our mind. So. We, we live in a world, we were conditioned and programmed and trained, we come by this honestly, to be way stuck up in our brain, so everything exists to be, uh, my friend Brent used the term, mentalized. I love that. Obviously, I need to figure out what this is so that I can fix it because it's bad so that I can move on and be productive, so that I can be a good consumer, so that I can be a good employee, so that I can be a good citizen. See how deep this goes. Obviously, this thing that I'm feeling that has me moving like at half speed or a quarter speed, this this entire, it's like my blood is filled with sand. <laughs> it's like all the stuff that normally I'd be like, yes, I'm just like, uh, whatever. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden we're 13, whatever. 
<laughs> I'm laughing now because at some point, uh, it's not funny in the moment, and then at some point you, once you're, as you get more and more in on the joke, which took me decades. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, something is like we're in something, and one of its gifts is it's helping us lose our addiction to thinking. It's helping us lose that endless voice that can't stop chattering. Yeah, because there's these, there are these ways to move in the world where the mind is clear. You're in the spacious stillness and silence. There's not a lot of chatter. You're just present without a lot of expectations or attachments, et cetera. You're just there. Yeah, you're just present to whatever is. And then something becomes clear. Oh, yeah, I'll take that step. And then you act. So there is this quiet, peaceful, clean, elegant mind that doesn't have a, doesn't have a lot rattling around up in there. Not a lot of anxiety, not a lot of tension, not a lot of stress. We're just trusting that if there is something to do, it will be clear. Then something comes along, it rises up, something within us is like, yeah, let's do that. And then we do that. So it's either a stillness and peace or it's action that also is a, a form of stillness and peace. But it's that third revving, ruminating Laying there at night, unable to sleep, trying to figure something out, trying to figure out how to control somebody, trying to figure out how to manipulate a situation, all that. That's the stuff that kills us. Are you with me on that? Yeah, so sometimes we're in this, what do you call it, state? We're in the void, the abyss. It's like the bottom drops out. Sometimes I picture a trap, trap door. Someone somewhere pushed a button. Maybe it was me. <laughs> and Just a bottom dropped out, and I'm just in the sort of strange freefall where my usual, well, the usual numbing devices, the usual things you turn to for the hit, the usual things that gratify and satisfy because you're like, this means something, I'm successful, are all just gone. Yeah, none of them work. It's like you're pushing all those buttons on the dashboard and they're not doing what they used to do. Yeah, yeah. Oftentimes it's because there's something about the mind, we're, we're something deeper within us has something to say. Right now, lots and lots of people, lots of educated people, whatever, successful, accomplished people, lots of very smart people who have read all the books and done all that stuff you're supposed to, you know, to, you know what I'm talking about. There's always like a thing that everybody's doing that's like, yeah, this is the people who are at the front edge, right? Uh, but this is why so many people right now our experience this in a certain sort of void malaise is because so many people are in their bodies. We're in our bodies in a new way for many people for the first time. And it's not pleasant. <laughs> we're, we're feeling all kinds of things. And yeah. And if you think about caring for the earth, and this large-scale awareness that the earth is, is need, we need an entirely different relationship with the earth. Well, the earth is a body. So if we are going to move on the earth in new and better 
and more loving, caring, sustainable ways, well, to be in this larger body, we would all first need to be in our own bodies in new ways with more fullness and depth and integration. So what you're noticing is people feeling things because when you're in your mind, you can just get another idea. You can just get another thought. You can just find another person who will give you a system, a framework, a nice little hit of, hey, this is this is how it works. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. I used to do that for people, by the way. Yeah, I come by this honestly. So it's really, really important. Sometimes when you're experiencing this void, abyss, malaise, lostness, don't try to figure it out. Yeah, the mind revving is not the answer. That's the gift of the experience is it's freeing us from the, th from the idea, from the thought, from the conceptual framework that says, if you just could think about this better. Now, this malaise, this void, the, this abyss, most of the time it's something that is passing through us. It's passing through our whole self doesn't need to be figured out. It's asking to be experienced. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a funeral. You don't fall, you, you don't figure it out. You experience, you feel it. You let it pass through you. Yeah. So you're, it's like we're letting it do whatever it's doing. Uh, and once again, I'm speaking in huge generalities here. Sometimes there's obviously disclaimer, physiological issues, they're all they're they're psych like oh, there's all there's all worlds of reasons why we feel the way we feel. But but I'm speaking specifically to this experience what I would call the void, the abyss, uh, lostness, a malaise. Uh, and when you're in those uh, some days you just uh, some days are just minimum days. There's there's the most minimal things that uh, you can do that are need to be done. <laughs> sometimes you can't do anything, but sometimes you're like, okay, there are a couple things here that if I don't do those, then, then I have a whole other set of problems. So you just, you just bare minimum it. Yeah. Yeah. It's all part of it. It's all part of it. For so many of us, the moment we're not in peak, yeah, let's go mode, uh, our immediate assumption is there's something here to be figured out. Obviously, it's up to me. I need to try harder. Or oh, I just need to be grateful, right? I just need to make a list of all the things. I'm, oh, God, take your, great, take your gratitude journal. Uh, that's wonderful, fine. But some days, sometimes, the problem is the gratitude journal. Set that thing on fire in the backyard. It's not about you doing more, being more, you getting your act. It's not about discipline. It's not about if you would just, I don't know, cold plunge, sauna, do more push-ups, <laughs> be quiet, meditate. <laughs> it's like uh, oftentimes so much of our instinctive response to the void, the abyss, is obviously something is wrong with me and I need to get out of it. I need to fix it. I need to figure it out so that I can get 
through it. Obviously, you have entire systems uh, that are designed to inoculate people against these experiences. Like if you are, in a very straightforward way, narrate the experience that you're actually having in certain, oh, think uh, think about academic, religious, business settings, people, there's a 500 people on Insta, 500,000 people on Instagram right now who can give you uh, tips and schemes and plans and they'll sell you a course and they'll give you a verse or whatever, like anything to not experience the fullness of what you're in. Obviously, something's wrong with you. This is not good. Here's how you overcome. Here's how you push through. Here's how you strategize. Here how you... And all of it is based on this isn't good. This is to be avoided. When, in fact, there may be all sorts of other things going on. So, in my experience, the harder you fight it, the deeper it goes, and then it just comes out in other ways. The more you resist it, the more you fix yourself, the more you motivate yourself through it, the more you <laughs> try to think positive. It's uh, you're, you're actually what we're actually doing in those moments is we're standing at a distance from ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So you can explain it. You can't. It's in my experience, so vital to give up understanding it or figuring it out or, or, or mentalizing it or analyzing it. It's asking, it's inviting us to simply be in it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the, the more you become aware of these sorts of things... They, they, I was going to say, then they pass through faster, but that's its own sort of weird guarantee. Who knows? Who knows? So then uh, let's move to a completely different mode. Oftentimes, in my experience, later. Sometimes I can see what it is, but most of the time it's later. Like, oh, no, oh, that's what that was. So sometimes later, you get a bit of clarity. So obvious, obvious things that are sometimes happening. Grief. It's just ungrieved grief. Yeah. And as you're seeing all right now, so many people are, are in their bodies for the, in some ways for the first time. I mean, that is why the stretching, cold plunge, sauna, better food, like you're seeing how many different things people are doing, and they're like, wait, I am I am like here in some new way. Yeah, yeah. And what comes with what here is tears, grief, loss, mourning. Um, sometimes simply our antenna has, our antenna has been like tuned in, and we're picking up all kinds of things in the world that we didn't pick up before because we were so numb or we were so driven, or we were pushing so hard, or we were working so hard, or we were impressing people or achieving, and now we, we find ourselves in ourselves in all new ways, and we're picking up worlds of things. You used to be able to just go to a party, chat up some people, talk to person, just talk to that person, and then go home. And now you go and you're like picking up all these 
bandwidths, all these, you're picking up all the, what do you even call them? Emotions, frequencies, you're picking up whole stories with people. The person's talking to you, and before you'd just be like, oh yeah, that's so-and-so, we talked about it, but now you're, you're feeling there's whole worlds going on within the person. Yeah, sometimes something ended. I've noticed this uh, quite a bit in the two days in the sessions here in Ojai. I've noticed how often there's grief because something ended, but it was something good. So we didn't think to grieve it. And even, even kids getting older, re relationship, you're still in the relationship, but the relationship has changed. You, uh, you just aren't who you, you, you used to be that person, and now you're this person in this time and place. And that old, wherever you were a couple of years ago, there was all kinds of security, every, their definition. It was very clear when you were winning, when you were losing, when you were success, being successful, when you weren't. And now you're in this new, wide open, free space, and it's like liberating. It's just wonderful. And you also lost some of the very clear markers, and you wouldn't go back there in a thousand years, but there's grief. Yeah, things used to be simpler. I used to understand how they worked. All this freedom and liberation is lovely. It also can be profoundly disorienting. Yeah. So sometimes it's just that. Oh, wow, I guess today I'm grieving something. I'll probably find out next week. Oh, <laughs> uh, things are... Here's, here's a line that can be... For me, can be really helpful. Things aren't what they were. You know, things aren't what they were. Like that alone. Try that. Oh, perhaps it's that simple. Things aren't what they are, what they were. This isn't what it was. That's it. That alone, that alone can, it's even doing it to me right now, that alone can unlock all kinds of uh, experience you didn't even know was in there. Um, emotion, grief, loss. Oh, here's another one. This one. Uh, attachment to some control. Yeah, because we uh, our fears about the world, we generally respond with them. What can I control? Who can I control? What can I manipulate? Yeah. And sometimes that's getting um, flushed out of us. And so there's like this malaise, this feeling. It, often it can feel like a death, just like something's dying. That's how, that's, I would say that's my dominant experience of this is I'm like, oh, something's dying. And sometimes I have a sense of what it is. Most of the time, I'm like, I have no idea. I guess I'll figure, maybe I'll, maybe I'll figure it out later. Even that, once again, you got to hold all that loosely. <laughs> sometimes you're just getting, just thumped by something. You don't even know what it is. Um, but often in my experience, there's some control. Um, there's some, I, I, I need to have control and now that's getting like flushed. I would say beaten out of me, <laughs> dragged out of me. Uh, here's one here that happens in that uh, regard. Meaning, meaning needs no meaning to exist. So meaning to understand meaning, you have to have n no meaning. Meaning and no meaning. Meaning is not ultimate. Meaning and no meaning exist within something larger because meaning is 
based on how furniture is arranged in your mind. So when we say, God, I just, nothing means anything. Yeah, the furniture in your mind is getting rearranged. And often, the way that the furniture is arranged in our mind has something to do with control, which is fine. It's fine. It's how we, how we, it, it's how we make our way in the world. It's fine. There's no judgment here. Yeah, we love all the earlier us's. Yeah, we got, we got, we came by all this honestly. But sometimes when you have this feeling of like nothing means anything, everything's flat, what's the point? I can think of multiple uh, people I've sat with just in the past few months who are like, yeah, I just finished up. Now I, I could go, I'm, people literally say things like, I could go run that company. I could go start that thing. I could go do that project, but somehow... Normally, that's what I do now. I finish that. Now I just go on to the next one. I make the next record. I become the CEO of that company. I go sign up and teach that thing. I go like I go do now do that business. Um, there's like this, and yet they're talking to me because they're like, yeah, but it's just like, oh, God, do it again. They've already played it out. They're like, I already know how it's going to go. It's fine. The problem is it's good and it's fine. Oftentimes a person's like, I even get paid for it and I'm good at it and that seems to be part of the problem here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sort of meaning structure, some sort of way that we got meaning is collapsing. It's just collapsing. Here's, here's a super simple example, but it uh, helps me get, like, get at the sort of bones of it. Imagine there's somebody who their approval means the world to you. Their approval, they're how you you check in with them. They give you the thumbs up. They give you the nod. And you're like, okay, I'm doing well. There's somebody who their affirmation of you, your work, what you're doing, your life, it, you would even say it means the world to you. It means the world to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we no longer need their approval or affirmation. For whatever reason, uh, maybe you, you maybe you passed them. Maybe they gave you the gift they had to give you, and and now you're on your own. Maybe it's something about growing up. Maybe it's something about maturing. Maybe their stamp, their cosign, their approval, you're was how we sometimes we farm out our intuition. We check in with other, someone else, and if they think we're doing well, okay, I guess I'm doing well. We show them whatever our work is, and then if they like the work we've been doing, oh, okay, must be good. And then there's some next step where we trust ourselves. We trust ourselves. It's like growing up. And we don't need the, their approval anymore. Yeah, that, that, however, so you see how interesting that is. That's actually a, a fascinating, invigorating step forward but I can have profound disorientation. Well, then how do I find meaning if their approval or that money or getting noticed by them doesn't mean what it used to, then where, then, then where do I find my meaning? Yeah, or, oh, here's a huge one, people who do good in the world. Yeah, doing good is, the, is how they get meaning. And then they come to the end of something. And now it's time to sit and be quiet. Now it's time to take care of themselves 
with the same sort of intensity that they took care of others. <laughs> yeah. So it's so it's like a crisis of meaning. Who am I if I'm not always helping everybody else? Oh, these yeah, yeah. Or here's another one. Whoo, purpose. Oh, this can wreck people. Oh, this this one. What's my purpose? Oh, well, we're already in trouble. Purpose, once again, how is the furniture in your mind arranged? And it can be incredibly helpful. This is my purpose. Well, that can be incredibly helpful until you're done doing whatever that is. Now it's time to do something else. Yeah, sometimes we're in an absolute fog because we had a whole story we were telling and stories work until they don't. We woke up in the morning and what motivated us, what got us going, what got us out the door, what got us, yeah, was this is my purpose. This is why I'm here. And then that industry changed or that person no longer needed you or you lost all your mojo for doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And suddenly they're like, what is my purpose? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that quite. And especially the more we have invested in that, the more we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we're walking around, and this is why. And when you're in the, when you're in one of those, uh, yeah, I have no idea what my purpose is. By the way, just no clue. It's just much. It's just much better for me. Just, <laughs> but we're in one of those. This is why somebody who's all about their purpose, you just want to punch them in the face, is <laughs> because you're just not feeling super purposeful at the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a whole system of ego can collapse. A whole thing that we clung to that we thought was our safety and security. It's the thing that kept us safe, it collapses. Yeah, no wonder we're walking around dazed in a stupor of sorts. Yeah, a whole system, a whole support system can collapse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About It can happen about our work. This is what I do. This is how I contribute. This is how I make a difference. And then for whatever reason that shifts, changes, you sometimes you just simply don't want to do it anymore. I mean, sometimes it, literally you get fired, the industry changes, it was just time. But sometimes, yeah, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. And we're like, we've yeah, if you've never been tuned into what you want, discovering that you don't want to do something can be absolutely our own desires can be incredibly terrified when we're like, oh, wait, yeah, I actually just don't want to do this. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Or all the ways we live through others, other people, kids. You, you realize that your kids are autonomous human beings who are going to do what they're going to do. Yeah, and all of a sudden the whole, but I, you realize all these subtle ways in which you were doing what you're doing with them so that they would do certain things. And then when they you discover that they're actually free, independent humans and they can do whatever they want, yeah, that can, oh, God, that can rearrange the furniture. I can set the furniture on fire. That can, oh, yeah. Sometimes we're being rewired. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about right now. Anytime you hear somebody speak negatively of capitalism, I, 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 Generally, in my experience, if you just ask a few questions, what you're getting at is the intuitive sense they have within themselves and in the world around them 
that you can't endlessly extract resources from yourself or the world when you don't, there's never enough. You can't, it can't just endlessly expand in every direction. The answer can't be more to everything. Yeah. So, uh, Sometimes we feel utterly lost because scale and expansion and making more connections, money, influence, whatever, we've come to see that it never ends and it ultimately makes us incredibly miserable. Yeah, so, so we're in a complete fog because we're being rewired. You got to be real quiet when you're being rewired. Do serious minimum days when you're being rewired. Yeah, try this. Try this with someone you love when they're like, Wait, what is, what's up with you? You're like, oh, it's rewiring. I'm getting new software. Yeah, yeah. Like I grew up, uh, uh, Kristen has this great line. She says, she said to me several times, she's like, you were kind of successful in the old world. That means you have more to unlearn than the rest of us for the new world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, maybe you did fine in the old world. Yeah, maybe you and and and, but you're you want to be part of the new world. Yeah, then you got to rewire the whole thing. I, I'm I, I, over the past year or two, I, I have had so much rewiring going on. I can't. It, it's just been utterly devastating and the greatest thing ever. Just talk about void abyss. All of these ways, like, well, this is how you move in the world. Nope. Nope. I, I <laughs> yeah, my daughter came to destroy the patriarchy, beginning with me. <laughs> oh, what a, I mean, it's, if you, if you stop fighting it and you just let yourself get wrecked, there's a whole new world on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. And also uh, all around this meaning and purpose, if you are like, I just want to be fearless, I just want to do what I do, and I just want to not have whatever imposter syndrome, and I just want to, yeah, then then let yourself, then let the void do what it wants to do. Yeah, let yourself go all the way into the malaise, because one of the things that happens in there is all the fears about what people will think. That's why if you don't fight it, it does something to you, because you're like... Yeah, all the stuff that we were clinging to about what they will think and how does it appear. Yeah, that stuff just gets Vitamixed into a million little pieces. Yeah. Oh, another thing I've noticed. This often happens at the end or afterwards. Uh, sometimes the reason why we have no energy, no mojo, no vitality, no whatever spark, that it's like the tank is empty, is because something new is coming. And there's some deeper knowing within us. There's some deeper self that is powering down. Yeah, it's 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 literally it's over in the corner having a smoke <laughs> with its feet up because it's like, hey, there's a new thing coming. So yeah, we got to rest up. Yeah, well, think about think about the systems. Think about the larger systems. Uh, what is your thought about government? Are you like, no, government's killing it. Government's doing great. Or you're like, no, we need like new ways of governance. Yeah, think about uh, food. Yeah, we, we everybody needs. Yeah, we need better food. We need better, healthier food. Um, think about education. How do, you, how do you think education's going? 
you're like, yeah, yeah, no, schools, schools are doing great. Schools have plenty of money. Kids are 100% stimulated. Yeah, the, the, the model is for sure kept up and innovated. Um, it's a, no, no, you're like, no, we need a new business. Yeah, how many people are like doing jobs that just are like soul killing? What about new businesses that move in different ways? Yeah, how about art? How about do, even the idea, well, you know, it, you have to make the money, you have to like all the ways that just basic art making, how much cynicism there is around, is that even possible anymore? Um, yeah, so if you're going to have a new world, and I, and I, yeah, I know lots of you, because I've talked to you, you're wired for the new world. If you're going to have a new world, then you're going to have to have a sort of death to the old world. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm realizing now why I'm doing this episode. <laughs> I mean, I knew why I was doing this episode, but I'm really realizing why is because so many people are experiencing these voids and abysses and it can have depression, despair, dark nights, malaise, uh, lost, a feeling of lostness and disorientation, no meaning, no... Yeah, mm, mm, that's, that sounds like what happens when lots of people die to a whole new, a whole way. You would have to have that if you wanted to have the birth of new ways of doing things. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you're very good at what you do. You've done it for a while. You're very passionate about it. And yet you're having strange, like, I kind of just want to go in the woods for a while. Right, it just uh, you find yourself literally driving in the morning, riding the subway, and you're like, "God, I, I, what am I doing?" And yet, it's the thing that you're here to do. Both things are happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably because the whole thing is dying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that feeling of like I used to be fired up. I used to wake up and like the day. Yeah, I had no problem with motivation. I had no problem giving myself. And now I'm like, what happened to me? What happened to you may be that a whole thing is dying. Yeah, you might be getting ready for something. Yeah, it might all be part of some sort of preparation for what's new. Is you gotta, you're letting go of all kinds of things that we don't even really understand we're letting go of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an episode. If you listen to it and just be in it, let it pass through you. Let yourself be in a complete fog. You just do minimum days. <laughs> and everybody's like, give it everything. No, nah, just give it like what? I recently was uh, talking to a woman who was going through this, and I was like, hold on, hold on. Um, do you like just give 100% to your work? She's like, oh, my goodness, yeah, I love it. I, I, I just give it. I was like, okay, how? what percentage could you give? <laughs> and... Nobody, everybody you work with, you'd be you'd be doing the job just fine. But and she instantly had a percentage. Something there's like some unbelievably. She's like, I could give like seventy percent effort or sixty percent effort, and I would. Everybody I work with, I would be completely holding my own, contributing. It's like, yeah, okay, okay, you can power down a little. Yeah, that's powering down is a phrase we use in our house. Just power down a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in my experience. I mean, I used to rationalize all this and dismiss it. What's wrong with me? And as I began to just let it do what it wants to do, new, I discovered that if I would just wait and let it do whatever it's doing, that I would just get no, no, no. And if I just waited long, then I would start to get yeses. In the, and then these new energies and new 
vitality would come in. Yeah, like new understandings, new ways of approaching things. Uh, yeah, like, like new vitality would arise. And because I sat in the pain and the fear and let it, like, whatever was dying, uh, and in my experiences, I was going to say experiments, I think that's a better way to say it, in my experiments with this, a number of, it's like, it feels like a death, but a number of things that died, it turns out it was great that they died. Like, because a certain sort of, ah, let's just do some stuff. We're here. Might as well enjoy ourselves. Might as well do some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all I did. And somebody was like, what about meaning and purpose? How do you find, I'd be like, I don't know. You just do some stuff. You just find some stuff that works for today. I don't know what tomorrow is, but today this, I think I'll do this today. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I know if you're in one of these, you're like, that's not, laughing's not fun. It's not funny. I know it's not, but you can get better at it. You can be in on your own joke. <laughs> so I hope this helps. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah. If you found this utterly incoherent, I, I, I find that kind of uh, confirming, uh, but there's a chance you were like, oh, wait, this is like a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Obviously, people have been talking about this for thousands of years, but uh, yeah, this is the thing. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. You're a complete wreck, and you're totally fine. <laughs> Peace and love, my friends.